listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast, and this is the Friday Five, our weekly list of the top headlines as they pertain to our industry, insurance agents, and, well, if I'm honest, if they pique my interest. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel. Happy Friday to you. It is the 1st of March, which means we've got 18 more days until the official end of winter. Very excited about that, as well as our list this week. Bit of a mix of different stories, so let's get into it. First up, at number one, an update that's been a long time in the making. If Google Maps is your direction-giving GPS app of choice, an exciting update is finally hitting the app after being announced in a press release over a year ago. I have vague memories of reading through this release, probably considering it for a mention in a past Friday Five episode. But that was also the time when we were getting new AI updates almost weekly and just around the time we first started talking about Google Bard. So the exciting update is the addition of what Google calls glanceable directions or turn-by-turn directions that will stay viewable while you're driving even if the phone locks. This is a feature that most other GPS apps already have. From my experience, both Apple Maps and Waze have similar features. But being new to the world of life with Apple CarPlay, being able to view turn-by-turn instructions on the phone screen at a glance is super helpful. And I'm also a huge fan of those notifications and haptics on my watch. More info on that new feature in the notes, as well as the link to our Agent Apps episode on navigation apps, just in case you missed that one. Number two, I don't know about you, but when I think top 10 lists, it usually brings to mind those best of lists that we are bombarded with, honestly, beginning with Spotify wrapped through the rest of December and into January. But this top 10 list, well, this one is probably one that you want to hear about. Enrollment data is in for Medicare Advantage, and that means ranking the top 10 carriers by enrollments. And bonus, if you check out the slideshow on ThinkAdvisor's write-up, you can see the change in enrollment from 2023 to 2024, as well as the percentage increase. Coming in third, with 3.9 million enrollees, CVS Health. In 2023, they had just over 3.1 million beneficiaries enrolled, so they saw a 24.5% increase year over year. In second place, last year they had 5.4 million beneficiaries enrolled. In 2024, they are reporting just over 6 million enrollees, for Humana. They saw an 11.7% increase in enrollment from 2023 to 2024. And then in first place, with a 9.2% increase in beneficiary enrollment, United Health Group. They reported 8.7 million enrollees in 2023. For 2024, just over 9.5 million beneficiaries enrolled in their Medicare Advantage plans. Other carriers that made the list include Elevance, 
Kaiser Permanente, Centene, and Cigna, to name a few. For the full top 10 list, enrollment numbers, those changes in percentages from one year to the next, check out the links in the notes. Number three, quick mention here, but I wanted to give a shout out to Tom Drapala from RSSA and say thank you again for the interview that we featured in yesterday's episode. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode just yet, don't want you to miss out on it. We talk about the Registered Social Security Analyst designation, why that is a valuable resource for agents to offer their clients, and how to get started. The episode will be linked in the notes along with the link to learn more and get signed up. Number four, one of the most fun things about being an Apple fangirl is the amount of leaks and rumors surrounding new launches. For instance, right now there's a lot of buzz around a potential March event where Apple will supposedly announce new iPads because they didn't release anything new in the iPad lineup in 2023. And while WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference, is still three months away, we're starting to get speculation on what will be announced during that event as well. But one interesting rumor caught my eye this week, and that was a list of devices that will, again, reportedly, support iOS 18 and iPadOS 18. The newest software that Apple will announce at WWDC in June and then will release later in the fall, usually mid-September. For the iPhone, support goes through the iPhone 15 lineup back through and including the iPhone XS, the XR, as well as both the second and third generations of the iPhone SE. So a pretty good range there. And then as far as the iPad lineup goes, for the regular iPad 2020 and later models, for both iPad Air and the iPad Mini, models from 2019 and later will support iPad OS 18. And then for the iPad Pro, 2018 and later models will get the new update. So you might be wondering why did this particular post catch my eye? Well, I finally made the decision to go with an iPad rather than a Remarkable 2 tablet. Even though I love the concept of the Remarkable, the writing experience is amazing. And shout out to Mike Baker for letting me write on the tablet giving me so much information on it and almost getting me hooked. Almost. But right now is an odd time to be in the market for an iPad, given the rumored spring event as well as the rumored new iPad models that are coming. Because according to some rumors, Apple plans to update the iPad Air and the iPad Pro models first, announcing them at this supposed March event, but waiting to release others until later this fall. But again, rumors. Which basically means I'm waiting with bated breath for word from Apple about this supposed March event, and so far, other than these rumors, it is crickets. But that did get me thinking about creating an episode around my tablet shopping experience, outlining some of those differences between the options and, of course, their various accessories. 
If that's something you'd like us to pursue in a future episode, you can let us know via email or on social media. And we can also throw a poll up on Spotify because we haven't done that in a while. Now let's move on to our main story at number five. In their recent 2023 Q4 earnings call, Talkspace had some interesting news to report. Financially, there were a lot of good numbers thrown around, a 25% increase in revenue year over year from 2022 to 2023. They reported a reduction in operating costs, and Q4 revenue was up compared to Q3. All good things, but not the focus of the mention today. They also announced plans to expand their services to the Medicare population. Talkspace is a pioneer in the online therapy space, coming online in 2012. The company offers various forms of therapy to treat different mental health issues, with interactions happening through video calls, phone calls, or even through text. With recent legislative changes around mental health coverage for Medicare beneficiaries, Talkspace is moving into the Medicare space. In that recent earnings call, Talkspace CEO John Cohen announced, quote, In 2023, we paved the groundwork to be a Medicare provider for both standard Medicare and Medicare Advantage. We will roll it out in all 50 states throughout 2024, end quote. Later on in that same call, Cohen acknowledged that there was more to the expansion into Medicare than just breaking into the industry. He did openly acknowledge the pain point of utilization, and I think more of that has to do with battling stigma than it does with technology. He then went on to mention that one thing Talkspace has going for them as they expand is that they have established relationships with many of the major carriers in the market. Cohen said, quote, That's a really important advantage, quite honestly, because we're already in network with all the majors, end quote. Exciting news coming from Talkspace and potentially a lot of plan offerings that will include this benefit for the 2025 coverage year. And that brings us to our tip of the week. More on the marketing side than on the sales side this time around. We mention client newsletters frequently. We mention posting content on social media. When we talk about client benefits, like Talkspace coming into the Medicare market, this kind of news is great to post on social media or in those client newsletters. It informs your clients about a future benefit that they might want to take advantage of, positioning you as a resource for industry news and updates. On your social feeds, it could spark conversation around the topic, allowing you to provide further resources and potentially assistance to those who may need it. We will be linking to a few different articles in the notes, so check those out. We usually try to highlight when something is good to share with your clients, when it's more consumer-friendly, as opposed to some of our items which are more geared towards agents and running your insurance business. And if you find those links helpful, please let us know. You can email us at asgpodcast at ridderim.com 
or call into our hotline and leave a voicemail at 1-717-562-7211. That is it for today's episode. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing and fact check by Tina Lamaru. Podcast design by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with us wherever you like to listen. 